G'day everyone. Um, everyone still uh, basking in the glory of the uh, Planet of the Apes films? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Well, this one will be an interesting session. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. I believe this is Gibbo's pick, Jared. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No. Curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in this case. I, I'm not going to lie, you sound a little bit flat yourself there. <laughs> yeah, look, um, I don't really want to Deflated? Go. I'm looking forward to talking about it. I hate okay. both of you. Yeah. There'll be a lot of questions asked, I get the feeling, about the plot. Look, we took your little bit of, oh, Zellweger and McConaughey, are they in that? Yeah, yeah, we took that as, I want to see this film. <laughs> so we, we obliged. I'm assuming we were wrong. Is yeah. That <laughs> you were wrong. All right, well, before we get into this cinematic brilliance, what have we been watching? Gibbo. Not a big stable, but volume again. Finished off Californication. It was just one of those things I started it, couldn't not finish it. You really do have OCD, it? don't you? you I do, man. You weren't enjoying it. You sat through fucking five there's, seasons. There's an exorbitant... Five or six seasons? Seven? Seven seasons. Fuck. But it's Seven. half hour. It's like half hour comedy. It's, it's, yeah, it's quick hits. There's an exorbitant amount of boobs, and pretty much that's it. It's not good. Um, David Duchovny's very charismatic, though. He's got something about him. Yeah, yeah, I like Duchovny. Uh, yeah, it's not, not a good show, but I just I can't start something and not finish it. So... Mm. Did that, uh, so I'm finished now. So I got that monkey off my back, which oh, is good. important. Good. It was taking over my life. I started watching Iron Fist. Please give us the give us the drum. It's fucking terrible. It's really bad, and it upsets me because I was a big fan of all the other Marvel stuff, TV series. I'm talking about like the uh, Jessica Jones, uh, you know, Luke Cage, Daredevil. Liked all of them. Iron Fist is bad. It's got a lot of racial problems. <laughs> the lead lead cast member notwithstanding, yeah. uh, there's a lot of other just... It, the story's bad. The acting's really bad. The fight scenes are reprehensible at best. It's, I saw a video online. There's a there's one fight scene that goes for about 30 seconds and there's 64 cuts in it. Wow. Um, just so you can't actually see what's going on. Mm. So that tells you how good they are. Um, Finn Jones, article, the lead, um, he's got no martial arts skills whatsoever. I saw just, an article came out too that he actually said in an interview couple of days back that he was rehearsing 15 minutes before shooting yeah. he was learning the fights 15 yeah. minutes before here's your choreography shooting. go have a go at it and that was it yeah and it shows it's trouble screen. when when your whole character is based on martial arts yeah, and, yeah. he's well, supposed to be karate kid seemed to get away with it for many years <laughs> that, Why sac- had the, that is sacrilege it had the crane kick the crane kick that's all you need wax on wax off yeah Got you covered. Yeah, the, I mean, the casting issue, we're going to have the same issue with the Matt Damon bullshit with the Great Wall, the, the Great White Saviour bullshit coming in and just being better than, you know, ancient cultures at anything. Yeah. It's just, it's been done and it's fucked. But this this show is just bad anyway. I'm going to finish it, of course, because that's <laughs> what I do. Uh, but will, no. will it get, get past one season? Well, I think the other shit will probably push it through. Like, they're already doing a lot of tie-ins. There's the, um, the lawyer character played by Trinity. From No Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Everyone knows who I mean. And then there's also... Carrie Moss. Carrie Moss, yeah. She's not a good enough actress for me to remember her name. Right, so okay. um, There's her and also um, the nurse character from Daredevil as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I do know her name. Claire, but it's just the, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, Dawson yeah. yeah. Sorry, so I, I, I actually do like her, but she's titled, She's probably the only actor in the whole show, which isn't a good sign. Yeah. Jared, Jared it'll just get pushed forward because... Another show that's coming. Huh? It's got all of them in it. Yeah, The Defenders will be the next one with the four of... So that's the only reason Iron Fist will keep going because yeah, well, it'll get was, dragged along by because Daredevil was really good. That's what the I thought. It's going to hinge on. It's going to hinge on the defenders. Yeah, 
as Which to is how sad. far whether they'll get more out of it. Oh yeah. I'll be interested to see if they do a recast for the lead character after this season. Mm. I think they have to. And I think everyone will be like, oh. Is it because he's a bad actor or is it because it's... All of the above, mate. He's, he's, very, he's very white for a martial arts expert. Like, I'm not saying that white people can't be, but it's he's supposed to be a guardian of a mythical ancient Asian city and he's just a rich white dude. It's just... It's so insensitive and Perhaps inappropriate. The, it's and not funny. Initial source material is probably not good. Well, it does, know. but you can, it's 2017. Yeah, yeah. Make the necessary it's changes. Not, yeah, but you'd you have know? to make a lot of changes. Yeah, of course. But I mean, do that and and do it right. But it, I mean, that's the like it, that all aside. The fight scenes for a, a show that's supposed to be martial arts based are just so bad. It's laughable. Anyway, I don't want to stop talking about it. <laughs> On a lighter note, got Logan. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so good. Yeah. Um, second favourite all-time, like, superhero character movie. Yeah. Um, oh. Dark Knight's only better because of the villain, because the villain in this is it's not really a thing. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I like the character. Yeah. But he's not a threat in any way. And until X-24 comes in, there's not a great deal going on. So, yeah. But the movie itself, I think, I actually prefer to The Dark Knight. Yeah, and the yeah. characters and stuff. Like Fuck Wolverine, yeah, You never got Wolverine it's as a It's a really good drama. Yeah, like, exactly. There's bits where you're, like, you're tearing up. And, you could like, take out the it would still oh, be worth watching. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. It's just like, yeah, they reference Little Miss Sunshine in it, and it's got a lot of that, like the family dynamic, like road yeah. trip, like you know, family drama in there, and it's but just so well done. They did that really well, but then when they put the action in, it was R-rated, so you were mm. like, holy shit. Well, the fight scenes did amazing. Um, what uh, Charles Xavier's having the thing and, oh, and, and Wolverine's yeah. going around jamming things City. through heads yeah. and yeah, just heads off and fighting his way through the seizure that was gold it was really really good um, yeah all round I saw it as well just Hugh Jackman just great way to go out yeah, incredible. I don't incredible see people are saying he might come back. I don't see nah, it. I nah. think him and Patrick are out. Let it go. Yeah, man. Recasting. I mean, they sort of painted themselves into a corner by having cameos in the in the sort of first class mm. um, timeline, but recasting in that timeline and move on. Just let yeah. The issue with Logan, or, I don't have to explain to you, but the issue with Logan is that he doesn't age, so he should be yeah. doable. And like, anytime you do a recast, it kind of. Yeah, cause issues because he's been young yeah, the whole way through. Exactly. So it is a hard one to manage, but you can't. He can't keep doing it. Like the guy's yeah, exactly. now fifty. He's 50 he, he will be 50, fifty. Yeah. So like, he's still in incredible shape. Obviously, like props and all that sort of shit. But you can't expect him to keep doing it. But, no, um, no. But the movie, and, and, and look, man, no, be, but they'll recast it, and people, you know, the first time you see a new cast, a new cast Wolverine, people mm. will go, oh, you know, it's not Jackman. But then they'll they'll get into it. It's yeah. just like anything. Yeah. You know, but when, Jack, when Jackman was cast, he was the bloke that was singing in bloody Oklahoma or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was cast the second. He was cast second behind yeah, uh, Dude Ray Scott. Scott. Thank God that never happened. Mm, he couldn't do it because of Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, which also shouldn't have happened. Yes. Ugh. Big call, but uh, worthwhile in the end. Jackman's been really good for it, mm. really good for the X-Men in general. He's carried a lot of it. He has, yeah, and he's always been a champion of it. Mm. And he he goes out with his best performance, I think, in the in the role. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's always good to have top class actors like you know, um, uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, and, and <laughs> you're reaching um, there. <laughs> the, the the villain is a good actor, Richard E. Grant, I think. Mm. And then there's a few others who are. Uh, well, the guy around. from Narcos, too. His name slips to me as well. The guy with the mechanical hand in it, the oh, the, blo- the blonde boy, guy, the mustache, yeah, Boyd Hogg. He, he's in. Um, I like him. Yeah. He's in the Predator. Yeah. He's the star. The Predator. Yeah, so I really like him. Yeah, and I thought he was pretty good. Um, in a in a pretty that he was probably one of the underwritten yeah. characters, but 
He but even his pretty... first, when he, when he meets Logan after he picks up the drugs from yeah. the, the nurse and he gets in the car and he's like, God, is he a big fan? Like, he's just yeah, yeah. he's just got a little bit of depth to him. He's not yeah. just this, like, one-minded, like, you know, Yeah, dig, I, dig. I, I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was really, really well made. And I think it's a great way to... To, let's let's move forward from the, yeah. from Jackman and let's let's go on to other things. And and the great thing about it, I guess, the X Men is they've already started that sort of alternate timeline mm. with Fassbender and and James McAvoy and all them when they're younger. Mm. So it kind of makes sense that you could recast maybe and get away with it. Uh, yeah, yeah well, okay, he was in those. They need to do something because Apocalypse was really yeah, bad. It's really bad. Uh, anything else, man? Ah, uh, no, that was it for me. So yeah, I started off with the stinkers and. Uh, it was the only way it was up, but yeah, Logan. I'm I had a massive I had, fan. I saw Logan. I, I had a lot of TV shows. I just kept watching the Santa Clarita Diet, uh, which is still going along all right. Actually, getting funnier as it goes along, but it's a quick 20, 25 minutes. Mm. You know, it's really quick. Lethal Weapon. Mm. Look, the chemistry's still there. I still get a few laughs occasionally. The action stuff is where it's been let down. I mean, it's for some reason, even with the television budgets getting bigger, there just doesn't seem to be that ability to choreograph. You know, a good chase or, mm. you know, explosions or whatever. You're sort of hamstrung by that mm. on telly for some reason. And uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> uh, I went back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think I watched one of the funniest episodes ever where they they both got the mumps and they're quarantined in, yes. in uh, what's his house, <laughs> yeah. in um, Brower's house, and they grow like these goiters. Yeah. <laughs> and they give them names. And then he comes in and he goes, look, I, I'm struggling, but I'm thinking about the case. And he goes... Brower turns around and he's got a second one. Meet Balthazar. <laughs> he points to the other culture. Uh, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it's such hilarious. a good show. so good. As far as movies are concerned, as I said, I saw Logan. I watched some Chuck Norris. Mm. The, 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 the oh, internet mate. was not working. The return of Rockety Smile. Yeah, the internet was not working. And uh, Chuck Norris was on... I was going to say, I hope you had an excuse. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I haven't seen this one. It's called Hero and the Terror. <laughs> Canon picture. Canon picture. And as I said to you, Jared, he was a he was a staple of canon. He made all his movies in canon, right? It, the, but watching this movie, I don't think canon knew what to do with the movie. <laughs> it was kind of like a drama. It <laughs> had a couple of punch-ups in it. What was the name of the movie? It was called Hero and the Terror. And it's a drama. Basically, it may as well have been. There's long sequences where he's taking his pregnant wife out for dinner for her birthday and all this kind of shit. <laughs> sitting there thinking, Chuck, did you not ever look at this and go, we need to cut this out. No, I need to hit a waiter or something. <laughs> yeah. Wow. God. Um, and Chuck's trying to act. Well, that's never a good he's sign. He's failing dismally. Yeah. No, sorry, look. He's trying his guts out. But it's not but working. Strike one. <laughs> Cannon pitcher strike two. It's, it's not working for him. Uh, and I think that was it. I watched a lot of telly. Right. Okay. Yeah, um, well, I caught X-Men Apocalypse, finally. How was it? Yeah, not great. Um, the funny thing is when you hear a movie like that is so bad and certain things are so bad... You watch for those things. Like, I was looking for um, Sophie Turner's accent, and I was like, eh, passable. But <laughs> and you notice other things that, yeah, it's 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 pretty ordinary. Hmm. Oscar Isaacs, like, you get such a good such a good actor. Yeah, it's a waste. And he just gets bugger all to do. And it still, had, some, it still had a couple of decent things. Like, it had 
Uh, Jennifer Lawrence looked like she was sleepwalking, but mm. even then she can put in a decent Mailed performance. Mailed in, and, yeah. Um, but they had another Quicksilver sequence, which was really cool. It's so clever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it. It's basically just to, you know... For completionists, I suppose, if you want to see all the X Men movies, you got to watch that one, and that's it's my curse. That's where I got I got um, stung. Boo! <laughs> um, I watched box it if I had home. Yeah, yeah. Borrowed from you, so I might have to do a full. Yeah, well, I'll sneak this one into your bag before you go <laughs> home. <tonight. laughs> I did purchase it. Feel free to keep it. <laughs> I got eight episodes into Iron Fist. I don't think it's as bad as it was made out. Like the first couple of days, it just got ripped to shreds. So I watched it expecting. Absolutely, you know, just the the bottom of the barrel, and it's not that bad because Marvel just don't do that bad. But I'm comparing to all the other Marvel. Yeah, that's my it's problem. definitely the worst of a lot of them, and it has some real problems. I there was some things that I liked. I, I really liked Colleen Wing, the girl that plays Colleen Wing. She's, I thought she was yeah, really good. good. I liked David Wenham. I think he puts What's in a decent accent, performance. What's his accent, though, if we're talking about accents? I don't know what his, <laughs> his accent's There's not no explanation for that. But him and his son, I kind of like that dynamic. There was an interesting dynamic that... Um, but Gibbo's hit it on the head. That dynamic's supposed to be a subplot, and for me it was probably one of the most interesting parts of the show because Danny Rand is just not interesting. And a couple of reviews I read hit it on the head. It's like it's like Batman Beyond if Batman didn't really have it, have a purpose and was just like a oblivious man-child. And, yeah. And my biggest problem with the fight scenes is... You're the fucking Iron Fist, and eight episodes I've seen the Iron Fist three times, and one of them was in a fight. Mm. The other two times he was punching, punching elevators walls and doors. punching walls, and it's yeah, or it's fighting down a cable. Yeah, it's got some real problems, and that's the thing. They're like, oh, he's, I've read people going on about, yeah, the Iron Fist is he's he's using it sparingly to protect, and he doesn't want to hurt people and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, but when a door needs punching, he's pretty pretty fucking frivolous with it. Like, <laughs> It's yeah, it's got some problems, and I agree with Gibbo. I, I was expecting, um, especially when you got episodes directed by like Rizza, who's done like attempted to make martial arts kind of homages and things like that. That's what I was expecting. Have you seen his Iron Fist movie? Yeah, man. With yeah. Oh yeah, so bad. And that, but and but that's the thing. Oh, it was growing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, what was he doing? There's some interesting scenes Cash with Rusty too. Yeah. But the thing with that is he was attempting to do like do like uh, take leads from old martial arts mm. pictures. So I thought the fight scenes at least would be that, and they're just not. So they're not anything. I was kind of intrigued when it first came about, thinking a whole series, you know, based around kind of like what Kill Bill was in a way. Mm. Like yeah, and as it just, should be almost like a western, but with the martial yeah, arts stuff we, in it. We just didn't get it. I've still still got those five episodes to go, but I can't see how they're going to write the ship in that time. So. Yeah. It's going to go in as the worst by a pretty fair margin of the mm. of the four shows. How do you um, how do you rank them? What's your favourite? Daredevil season one was the best yeah. for mine. Dead, uh, Jessica Jones was just a hair under it, just because I, there's something about the Daredevil character that I really like. Her but in terms was of good, but. in terms of shows, I ranked them as like basically A one and B, mm. uh, one one A and yeah, one B because the they were both friggin' awesome. Then Daredevil season two, uh, again it had a few issues with the Punisher. Luke Cage was the third was 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 below that one, but I still enjoyed it a lot more than I've enjoyed Iron Fist. So mm. it's a it's a fair margin, and it's a pretty slow burn too. Like the Luke Cage stuff, like he has yeah. some fight scenes, but there's a lot of drama in that too. But it's just it's just done a lot better. And him and him and Claire Temple were really good together. Yeah, but good in chemistry. this one, it's just like oh look, here she is again. 
Yeah. And what do we do with that? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. You just do the and same these two, and this, this guy's a martial artist and his martial arts teachers are female, so yeah. they better bone. And she kind of no chemistry. And she kind of gets um like Claire Temple kind of turns into fucking Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Like she actually says, "Oh, not another guy that um you know is a, <laughs> is getting in fights with these mystical clans and all this sort yeah, of thing." How does she like, keep running oh, into these people? On, like she was in Daredevil as well. She was in Daredevil. Yeah, she was in. She was in. Um, yeah, she's popped up in in all of them, and I really liked where they took her, like as a as more of a major player in Luke Cage. But yeah, this one, was, it made more sense. Yeah, it's just too much. But the Carrie Ann Moss character is doing the same thing. Like she, right. yeah, they're just sort of their tying lawyer. it all together. Yeah, it's like a yeah. the universe Side thing. Characters. But she was more natural though, like being in a in a law firm and him in a big company. Or oh, your dad gave me a start and all that sort of stuff like mm. that. That made sense. Whereas Claire just she was just like, oh shit, yeah. Colleen Wings training you. Fuck, how'd that happen? Like, yeah, it's. I can't I can't be as negative about it as if you like the Marvel shows you kind of got to watch it and you'll get something That's out of it here, but it's not but it's it's just yeah. annoying that no, it's not as good it. yep Anything it's it's the first one I've watched. Like, why isn't this fucking happening? Why is this mm. like openly just wishing something would happen or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw Kong Skull Island. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I like those, you know, those King Kong movies. You know what you're getting. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. This one doesn't get off the island, which is kind of cool. Like, you don't, you're not treading the same ground of going to going to um, New York City and whatnot. So that was interesting. John Goodman, good value as always. Tom Hiddleston did the job. Like, the cast was all all fairly good. Um, I watched um, the Purge election year. Right. Yeah, the I first watched two it. Were right. Yeah, well, the first one seems to be the one that that missed the mark a little bit. The second one, and then the really second one with Frank Grillo. Yeah, that was really the second one, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, when he first comes in, it was, it was more of an action movie. Yeah, and and this one's the same. It's an action movie with some sort of horror twist. It's not as good. I don't think it's as good as the second one, but. I liked it. And Frank Grillo's in that one too. Frank Grillo's back, um, and it's involved with the politics. Like he is now, he's now head of security for a woman that's trying to get into, um, get elected to basically get rid of the purge. purge, And then on this purge night, the guys that are in charge say, "Open slather." Like um, elected officials are now not exempt from the purge. Yeah. So they basically take the rule out to send people after her. So it's a political um, route, So, yeah, yeah, it's got the political stuff, but the political stuff's not laid on too heavily. It's just it's just a plot device, and it, it, all, works, it all works out all right. Frank Grillo and, and making it sort of action and, and taking a bloke like him in there, it's, it's really worked for it. Yeah. I, I quite liked it. So, And the other ones uh, I got... I checked out Chappelle's new stuff on Netflix. Dave oh, Chappelle's couple of yes, comedy shows. Yeah, I forgot shows. that. Yeah, <laughs> both of cool. them. Yeah. Top flight. Yeah, the second one, um, episode two, was almost half of. I saw him in Melbourne. Is that the Texas one? It. Yeah, the okay, Texas yeah. one. It was almost half it. the show I'd already seen. Mm. So it was kind of cool to relive it. But the first one I enjoyed a lot more. Yeah, for I think that it was reason. funniest anyway because I yeah. watched both of them green, and the first one's better. Yep. Um, and the last one I saw was I finally got to check out Train to Busan. Oh yeah, what was that like? Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. It's a, it's a Korean zombie flick that I heard very good things about last year. It kept making people sort of top ten lists and stuff. Really cool. Some of the characters and stuff are, are straight straight out of what you'd expect from this sort of stuff. Yeah. But the premise of having them on the train and sort of having some people stuck in a carriage with zombies between them and they have to get to someone else or um, stopping at a station and. It's really cool. There's some really good um, relationships between the characters, 
But they also do some really fucking cool things with the zombies. They, they lay on some special effects where the zombies are fucking climbing on... Climb, well, they don't even say zombies. It's, again, it's a virus that's infecting people where they're fucking climbing over each other to get to people. Hmm. And they just layer this shit on like... It looks like fucking ants or something, like an like an anthill or something. There's these zombies just climbing on top of each other and then collapsing and stuff. Like it's it's really cool visually. It's got some really striking visual. They did stuff, that so. similar stuff in uh, World War Z. Yeah, the Brad Pitt yeah. One. yeah. They climb up the wall. Yeah, trying to get yeah. the walls the same way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you like zombie zombie movies, I would definitely recommend it because I thought it was really cool. So that was it for me. All right, let's take a break and. Here's the trailer for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Each of us has known the fear of being alone, lost in the darkness, faced with the unknown. But there is one fear shrouded in our past lost in our subconscious that should never have been forgotten a fear so deep it cuts to the bone the american legend returns to bring you back to the cutting edge of terror welcome to my Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, from 1994. Written, produced, and directed by Kim Henkel, who wrote the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So he can't point the finger at anybody. He cannot. He's taken this right <laughs> off the chin. <laughs> it stars Renee Zellweger as Jenny, Matthew McConaughey as Vilma, and Robert Jacks as Leatherface. The budget was 600000 Wow. The box office was 186000 so <laughs> it's a loss. A uh, bit of trivia. McConaughey and Zellweger both, because they came to fame in 1996, both actors shared the same talent agency. When Sony, who owned the, rights distrib- the, the film's distribution rights, were preparing to re-release this film, highlighting the pair, both actors' agents threatened a lawsuit against the studio, <laughs> claiming their clients would be unfairly exploited. <laughs> The agency I'd say that's fair. Yeah, fair enough. That if Sony released the film on the back of their names, that neither actor would appear at any future Sony releases. <laughs> Plans for a release were quickly scuttled. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. And yet we still have it. So it didn't work so well, did it? Well, they got away with it in the end because um, the DVD cover I saw had both their faces on it. Fuck yeah. And pr- prominently Yes, and said they're, they're both first billing, so... Yeah. And it All also right. had Leatherface as a woman... Jared, your thoughts. <laughs> I don't know what to say, really. I love that you guys are actually admitting how bad our movie is. Honestly, I really, I, 
I just don't know what to say. The feel the, the movie is like the script and everything. It's just incomprehensible. They're just you could see that there was uh, it's an allegory. Somebody You're was not getting it. Somebody was trying to say something, but I don't even know if they knew what they were trying to say. I almost I, I kind of want to give it a. I, I kind of want to give it a half star for McConaughey because I think he he knew what was going on and just said, "Fuck it, I'm I'm going ham. I'm going full ham. I'm going to play to ham." Mate, let me tell you something. McConaughey was straight up before every scene. Yeah, he was accused of preparing. He was preparing. Yeah. He 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 commits. I think I got to give it half a star for that. But <laughs> I, there's nothing else that I could I could recommend it on. We've been I friends do. for a long time. Yep. No longer. <laughs> give a. You're a fucking travesty. What hey, it you was give? your fault. What do you? What are your thoughts? You brought it up. Straight off the bat, minus no, five. Minus five. Minus five stars. Shit. Just to, just to fix Jared's average. <laughs> um, it's one of the least enjoyable movie watching experiences I've ever had. I'd have to agree. Eighty-five percent of the movie is either Leatherface or Vilma screaming in for no reason, or. People trying to run away and not is that be able a to do bit it. Vomit? <laughs> it is. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I can't get past it. <clears throat> um, it's just none of the movie makes sense in any way. There's no storyline. That's it's not linear in any way. Like nothing leads to anything else. It's just someone trying to escape and then they can't and then they come back and then they can't. There's not a single chainsaw death in the whole movie. I really wanted to stop watching it about 15 minutes in. I and wanted I to stop at five minutes because of you two. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> no, stop. No, I was. I blame you. To stop it. You just read Wikipedia. <laughs> I was that close. I'm very I was, angry. I was Twenty-five minutes in, I'm thinking if I just read the Wikipedia site, it'll take me two minutes. It'll tell me what the alleged plot is and what allegedly happened. Then I can just say, yeah, I watched it. Well, the best thing for me was I didn't have to pay for it because you already did. So I just said, let's tee up a view. Was well, the only way I could get it? <laughs> Unless it was on YouTube. Did you check if it was on YouTube? No. I paid four bucks for it on PSN. I, th- I think you'll find it, if it's on YouTube, it's broken up into pieces. I'll cut, yeah, you, I'll cut you a check for that one. Okay. I'm um, not happy. Oh, so so it's, it's, a, it's a zero. It's minus five. Minus five no, I'm sticking with it. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you two. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think nonsensical doesn't even begin to explain this movie. Um, I've, I've given out zeros before. This is a zero. It makes it makes pieces look like Ben Hurd. Pieces, pieces we, we is got hilarious. Absolute laughs out of. We had a great time with pieces. It was funny. The only other one that I, I think I gave a zero was Freddy's Dead. Yeah, and I still think Freddy's Dead's worse than this. No, just because they raped Freddy. Look, Kruger. I hate Freddy's Dead, but it's not worse than this. This movie makes absolutely no sense. It is made up of, as you said, ninety percent screaming. I don't think there was really a script. Because there's not much that's actually said to anyone. It's throughout. just like a bunch of like supposedly really unsettling like scenes that are just thrown in together. And some bloke that's supposed to be clever quoting other people. Yeah, yeah. That what guy. was that? He didn't say anything Fucking of I his own know. ever. You actually, when we watched it, you had a pained grimace on your face for the entire runtime. <laughs> like he had a fart he couldn't get off deck. Yeah. I, right. bet I probably had a fart I couldn't get off deck as well. <laughs> he looked like he was oh, considering the whammy. The whole time no, no, I was, I was clenching up because I thought if I got, if I fart here, I may. But <laughs> double ender. Yeah. I, actually, I was trying to think what was going through your head, and I'm thinking he's trying to, he's trying to pin the blame on someone. And he's thinking, <laughs> oh, I, I fucking suggested it after you may mentioned it, so I've got to blame myself. And <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there for 90 minutes going, who can I blame for this? <laughs> 
And then I kept, I kept putting back to myself. I guarantee, I guarantee McGonny, he's still thinking that. He, yeah. he wakes up at night. What happened? <laughs> oh. Well, if you go by that, um, if you go by that Jimmy Kimmel video that he did, he doesn't actually know what part it is. He said it was Texas Chainsaw Part Three or something. Nah, because he, he doesn't wakes, even remember what it is. Wakes him at night and his his wife says, "Are you okay, honey? Sorry, it was just a Texas Chainsaw Massacre dream. Yeah, <laughs> I dreamt I was still on the set. I think this is the, the final scenes where he was just screaming and yelling and cutting himself was him just trying to. <laughs> It was, it was him trying to come to terms with still being on the set of this film and still shooting. He actually had lines. They just couldn't get him out of him, so they just had to make him like be a massacre. Quick, turn the camera on. Matthew's cutting himself again. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, you know what I reckon? I reckon all that stuff was probably ad-lib because he's probably looking at the script going, well, nothing's happening. Yeah. Like something's, I've got to do something to, to liven up the proceedings, so I'll start screaming and cutting myself. Hang on. Are you saying... The dueling robot leg with remote controls <laughs> is nothing. Because that's Look, a piece of. I must of, admit, things livened up. <laughs> that's happens. screenwriting brilliance 101. That is. <laughs> do you want to hear what the? Do you want to hear what the writer? Is who said, "Give the guy a robotic leg. It'll come into play later." <laughs> do you want to hear what the writer thought it was about? <laughs> Basically, he was saying that obviously there was a coming of age element with Zellweger. And you can see that visually when she goes from the sort of plain old prom dress and the glasses to the end where she's dulled up looking like something out it's of called the, It's known as the she's all that transformation yeah, where they take off the glasses and it's supposed to be hot. He started. He was talking about cultures, how everyone's got a culture and how her culture was um, different to the Texas, uh, the, the, the um, family's culture, but to them their culture was totally normal and I did get that a bit that they thought they weren't weird. Yeah, yeah. Did they? But you get yeah. you get tiny little snippets of what he was was aiming for, layered in just an incomprehensible, incomprehensible mess of jibber. That basically. did come across though that you, they obviously don't think that there's anything wrong with what they're doing. Like she yeah. goes and gets pizza with a girl in the trunk. Yeah, yeah exactly. That sort of yeah. shit. Like it's like they this is just their life. And then they play it up for laughs. With and the you get a tiny you get yeah, a tiny sense laugh. of that coming through, but nothing, nothing. Worth sort of hanging around for. All right, gentlemen, likes. I had two. You had two. You again. I had one. half star over here. I had one. No, no, I had two. One of them was McConaughey, so you knew that. Right, McConaughey. What is it about McConaughey that you kind of? Well, liked? there was kind of some parts where I almost laughed at, because you could tell he knew. There was a couple of bits you could tell he knew. This is this is a mess and this is rubbish. So I'm just going all out and just started rambling and screaming and ranting. Look, and he's committed. As far as he's definitely go, committed. He was by far the best. Yep. And this must have been one of his first roles, I would assume. He's the yeah. shiniest of about 40 turds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other like was, I believe it's the same as your single like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The bloke rambling out the front of the pool. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome to the problem. You love it. Then everyone just sort of runs past here. Ah, oh, fucking hate kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I got a hearty laugh out of that. And that was the. Was he supposed to be like the party? That was where boys oh, joined himself. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what he was doing there then. I don't know what he was he doing. Wasn't there, he wasn't security. Forty. Yeah. He was, he was much older. Um, Maybe he's the DJ or the MC or something. Yeah. Any uh, anything else? No, that was it. Okay. There's nothing to like. Nothing else. All right. Dislikes. Well, Gibbo's already 
mentioned it. Pretty much everything yeah. from um, the About starting credits Matthew McConaughey in the to the closing minutes. credits. Yeah, look, uh, Matthew McConaughey's a dog turned in a field of horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's basically yeah, yeah, pretty much. My biggest like uh, dislike is the leather, the whole leather. Anything the Leatherface does in this is actually wait, sorry, one like. Hello. One Hello. like. Hello. Very, you've, you've very specific. Us. I just remembered. You're coming it, around. I can see. You're going to give it a star? There's one bit where they they sort of they take you out of it a little bit with raising of the stakes. When he's got the girl locked in the fridge. Oh, yeah. And he pulls her out and it's like, oh, this guy's just sort of, he's carrying around. He's like a giant baby. He's not dangerous, whatever. Fucking boom, meat hook. Meat hook, meat hook Just yeah. there's no lead up. There's no warning. And I went, oh. That's something. Yeah. And then everything went back to normal and it was shitty. And then the leather face went, and you immediately went, I was back. Right. <laughs> that one what part did you of say the movie. You, you said his name was Robert Jacks or something. And then I said <laughs> he could stick his acting career up his jacks. And then you informed me that he, <laughs> he he's now deceased. So I felt a little bit. <laughs> he deserves it. I'll say that right a little now. bit rough about that. <laughs> Look, Robert Jacks did not have a lot of credits. No, uh, he this, didn't. And. and Look, it's not easy playing a character like that. Question though, do you think he? Do you think the director told him to do all that? No. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Because there has been every time Leatherface has been around, there has been hints of that, like wandering around and kind of groaning and that sort of stuff. But this was just ramped up to to the max. Turned it up to eleven. Yeah. That's one thing they took out of the remake. Which is why the remake works. Yeah. It's because Leatherface was... Yeah, there was a little bit of backstory. The whole stuff where he's sitting upstairs t- without his mask on and his yeah. face is all fucked up. And then he tries to... He puts on he some lipstick, on think. stuff, yeah. In the, in the remake, he was a big, scary... He's just a dude. silent monolith. Yeah. yeah, he just sort of lumbers around fucking shit up. And that's what he should yeah. be. This is just... It, it had a little bit of the Buffalo Bill from... Yeah. Obviously, the cross-dressing stuff comes in there, but no, just no, being a dick-tucking. No, 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 front bumming, <laughs> but um, just a little bit of that. Like, I'm obviously, like things are obviously really messed up. That's that goes without yeah. saying. But just, there was a little bit of that there. But this was just done so poorly, and yeah. he's just anytime he's on screen, it's painful to. It's not a good experience, and not in like, oh, I'm scared, I'm uncomfortable. I wasn't scared once. No, through the the, other, not even close. Yeah, the other thing about Leatherface too is that you know as. When you, you know, horror fans like to rank the look of them because you know Leatherface is one that looks very different from movie to movie, like mm. costume and mask and everything. Stand out, the worst he's ever looked. Oh yeah, by a long. I mean, way. you didn't like, like the a, bag dress at the basically end. Basically, looks like um the, the Leatherface when you first see him. Basically, looks like a piece of cardboard. Yeah, it, it looked really cheap. Like, really cheap. Really terrible. And I, like I've never been the biggest fan of Leatherface, but you can sort of see, you can appreciate the craftsmanship of making the look of him and that sort of stuff. And this just. It looked it looked cheap and basically as far as acting goes, um, McConaughey's passable because he understands that this is pure ham and this is the only way you get away with a movie like this. Yeah, Selwig is she probably gets a little bit better as she goes along, but she's super green. You can yeah. tell that this is the first thing she's ever been in. Yeah, everyone else is just terrible. The girl in the purple at the start. One of the worst. Yes. What is going on with her? And spends the entire movie just getting thro- thrown around like a bloody. How does she survive the meat hook? Because then they pull her off know. and she's just rolling around on the road like. Yeah. No drama. No. Um, everyone else is pretty bad. And Leatherface, like, let's face it, there's not much to nice work pun. with. Hey. Like that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I worked on that. It's a thankless job, <laughs> but you can do. There is a, such a thing as nuance. You could do something with it, and all he does is run around squealing. You can give it some. 
some, some grunt, quieter nuance. Pun, like you can take the back a few notches. Mm. The problem was, I suggest the director didn't really like you're working with six hundred k. So you're probably you. racing through this stuff as fast as possible. It sounded like the monkey enclosure at the zoo when Leatherface was on screen, and it, every time that's what happened. As soon as, um, like, except yeah, that one yeah. bit where he was kind of sneaking in the background. As soon oh, as it was, was that? as soon as it was all at the start with the purple dress, dress girl, yeah, yeah. Oh. touching her hair, and she thinks it's a moth or something. Yeah, God, God. Come on. he just seems like a child having a tantrum, and I understand that they're trying to make him out like he is. He is a child because mm. he's. He's, you know, slow yeah. and, and, mm. and deformed and everything, but, but it's, you know, plan for some nuance, like they also, kind of did in the remake. The yeah. other thing is um, when you get Leatherface's first appearance, it's really hard not to think of the first appearance in the original movie because that had so much impact. How he just, you know, he just appears, he just appears from behind that the, fucking door and just goes door, whack just... and then takes her behind the door and shuts it. And you're just like, holy shit, you know, where did that come from? Yeah. In this one, they kind of build it up. And that's what you said. Like, he's like grabbing a hair and sort of bumbling around. And then he starts yelling. Like, <laughs> just... And the other thing, too, and this is the thing that I'm not, I'm not understanding about. This guy wrote the original. Mm. So he must have had some sort of understanding of what. The rawness of the first one sort of did. Yeah. Like there's a sequence in the first one too, and I don't know if you've seen this recently, Gibbo. Obviously, not for a long yeah. time. No. He puts the girl on the meat hook, yeah. and then he gets her boyfriend out and cuts him up in front of her mm. with a chainsaw. And it's bloody. It's that's a chainsaw it, it, massacre. But it, it, it basically has you going, oh shit, you know, like it's a real, it's a real gut it's a bit punch of a gut like punch a scene. Yeah. But this has just got no concept of any of that. No. And it's because I think this is possibly a com- meant to be sort of comedy. Or, yeah, um, there's definitely bits of that. Is some it? Some kind of spoofs? Is that, Jesus. Is I don't that, know. That's kind of what I got from it, that it wasn't really meant to be a horror film. The fact that we don't know means either way it's wrong. Like yeah. the comedy didn't work and the horror didn't work. Yeah. It actually reminded me, there was a little bit of Home Alone vibe. I actually watched Home Alone with my little <laughs> bloke the other day. This has got a Home Alone vibe. When she's climbing up the fucking TV on the roof, yeah. where does she think she's yeah. going? yeah. I and then she jumps from there across Adam. to the thing and she's like, ah, climbing yeah. down the thing and then he cuts it like, it's yeah. like Marvin Harry, confident. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just doing the dumbest things known to man. Yeah. Oh, it's only two paint cans. Here. Oh, now there's an iron bar. Like, yeah. it's just the same sort of shit. Yeah. I, I'd suggest that the direction is uh, what I like to call Bush League. <laughs> I've got Everything to think in the framed first really one. badly. He probably had ideas in the first one and he got a lot of credit for that and then someone steered him in the right direction and in this one he's like I know what I'm doing yeah. and he fucked everything well, well I believe the, um, the rights to it all yeah is what uh, I'm making the, the official sequel mm. is what I believe how this was canned yeah. at the time well I, I believe um, it's telling that you know usually when films like this sometimes get roasted the directors and the writers and that are up in arms. They're saying, look, this is what it was meant to be, and they get all sort of cranky about it, much like the uh, the blokes that did Blair Witch apparently are on the commentary, <laughs> sort of firing up on that about what people missed and things like that. This bloke doesn't want to talk about it and never did. I could, I found one interview that pretty much stated that and he, that he, pretty he, much not, sums it he up, wasn't interested. It? The interview was supposed to go ahead, didn't go ahead because he wasn't interested in talking about it, and then he got a bit out of him, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think even he is not when interested you, in revisiting. When you wrote producer director this thing, you don't want to talk about it. I suggest it's you're pretty. Yeah, if even if he even he well, you doesn't can't want blame to the about. producers. You can't exactly. say it was a terrible terrible experience because of the producers. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, basically, it was just a terrible experience because of yourself. Yeah, basically, <laughs> studio appearance. You are the studio too, dickhead. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. We don't know anything about the characters. 
No. Um, there's dialogue sequences that... There's a sequence in the car when they all get in the car at the start. There's four of them. Mm. It's just nonsense. Pain. Can it's, anyone it's, tell me why they drive into the woods? Oh, no. Nobody. One girl's driving That's off because her boyfriend cheats on her. They all get in the car and then they drive into the forest. And they have a car accident and drive away from that. And then, yeah, like you said, I said the same thing to Adam. Why... why why did they go here? Like, Why was that other kid driving out of the forest onto the side oh, of like he T bones him in the middle of the forest? Old mate's line, oh just find somewhere to turn around. There's nowhere to turn around. There's never anywhere to turn around. And suddenly there's like, a boat driving across the road, running yeah, straight in or probably could have just turned around, you fuckheads. Just Austin Powers that shit. I mean it's only gonna take a couple of minutes. Oh yeah, like the sixty four <laughs> <Yeah>. point turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the absolute Biggest problem with this film is you're talking about a horror film involving chainsaws and a character who's known for this type of stuff. You have zero gore, you have zero nudity, you have nothing. Hey, that a there is a film. boob shot, side boob. Okay, there's a side boob, but other than that, nipple. What you're not doing is you're not catering to the audience that you the think would market. want to come out for this. I yeah. thought that's what the teacher was from Varsity Blues was in there for. <laughs> And she's rambling on about... Yeah, she's rambling about all sorts of... <laughs> she's things. clearly... Apparently she had a husband somewhere. I'll just go back to my husband. Good What's luck, mate. What's she doing hanging around with a guy with a robotic man? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, mate. He's got what like charisma. What is she doing with Robocop? <laughs> answer, the, answer that for me. Do, you think right? they made, do exactly they make his what... fake leg out of a fucking old vacuum cleaner? Because <laughs> oh. he's got that hose on it too that it's runs exactly the pistons. What, it's, it's what Gibbo said. It's the charm <laughs> of the man. <laughs> he's oh, a look, charismatic guy. Who doesn't like playing bongos at midnight in the, in the, in the nick? Uh, That's what she does. The 45 minutes had, had gone past and nothing had happened other than the T-bone accident that puts him in the, the woods, and Vilma's just turned up. Um, can you can you advise me what actually happens at the 45-minute mark? <laughs> Nothing, basically. It's kind of like two, two movies split in half. One starts at that at their house, and the other, the other was the prom and that yeah. stuff on the road. Mm. And essentially neither of them are connected. And both movies suck. Yeah, and both of them are, are just terrible, and nobody bothered to connect them. Can you tell me what the lady's job was where she works in that little hut in the middle of nowhere? I think she was a real estate agent. Sounded like real estate. Really? I was just guessing. I got nothing. I didn't I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't get it either. I assumed it was real estate. I think I might have just been subliminal. Yeah, Maybe me and you estate. said, what's she doing? And one of us said, I don't know, real estate. <laughs> oh, there is a lot of hot property in the area, so <laughs> yeah, fair course, chance. Uh, that bloody uh, run-down mansion out on the road here, that, that's up for sale. Yeah. It, it comes with an inbred family, too, if you want it. <laughs> can, want. I, can I also just bring up the fact that they pop down the road for pizza. So if people are regularly going missing, they're not sort of... doesn't seem like they're right in the sticks to sort of go yeah. unnoticed. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the same is what, a five-minute drive away. Yeah, the same cops that were driving through the pizza joint might have just sort of rolled into their house, which seemingly is five minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was just... Also, just maybe there. someone would have perhaps come on past and gone, hmm, rang the police and said, listen, there's a lot of screaming going on over at this... This place over here. Yeah, I saw some bloke, you know, stuffing around with his leg. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's laying in the middle of the road, wiggling around with some, some weird lady in a garbage bag running around the paddock with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, look, I, I want... <laughs> there, there was a chase sequence where Leatherface takes off after Zellweger and chases her basically around in circles and then up into the house, then onto the roof. Then up the TV aerial. Yeah, up the TV aerial. 
Basically, I just wanted him to trip and fall on his face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. All I could think was, I just hope he trips over and falls on his chainsaw. Were you surprised after she ran into the forest and, and McConaughey says, oh, well, that's a decision, and then he drives off. No one was surprised when the fucking chainsaw started. Yeah, yeah Obviously, right. that was what's happening. Yeah, it's just... Uh... <clears throat> Zellweger, though, good runner. Yeah, for a girl good in a athlete, horror movie. Good athlete. And they actually reference that. You know, oh, she, I see her in PE. She's got a good body work. She does some physical shit. It's good. But she yeah, runs yeah. really well. Yeah. I'll give her that. That's Will we give her half a point? No. Nah, fuck okay. her. <laughs> <laughs> Minus five. She does. She looks, like, she looks like an athlete when she runs. Yeah. It actually uh, reminded me of her uh, because she does a really good running scene in Me, Myself and Irene with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. After he gets his face smashed in and then they're running to try and catch a train and she goes past him. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Just, come on, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Um, she runs really well in that too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Zellweger, yeah. just a runner. Yeah, good runner. Good runner. And she recently broke her silence on this film. Did she? Yes. Was it because she doesn't look like herself anymore so she felt okay to do it? Because you can't Possibly. tell it's her I'm anymore. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the plastic surgery probably She helped. talked about it and she was reasonably positive. Fuck off. She was like, I had a good time. She probably did. All she did was run heaps. Yeah. Glad she probably she got did. heaps fit. She was, yeah. Renee, put the movie on your DVD player, grab a bag of popcorn, and I'm sure you'll forget that you <laughs> She the had Matthew time. McConaughey choking her. Maybe she's into that sort of thing. Maybe. Um, um, can I just bring up the bloke that wanders past the bathtub that seems to have like a decomposing body in it? To take a piss. Oh yeah. After he, well, oh, so he doesn't notice it until he takes a piss. Yeah, yeah, and he turns around. After he's already hasn't he already had a run in with the bloke with the gun? Yeah, the shotgun because yeah, he locks like, him outside. He's like, ha, got that guy yeah, covered. Yeah. I'm I in your piss. house. You're still presumably wandering around with a shotgun, and I've just I've just closed a flimsy door out the front. I'm going to stop and take a piss. Very calm. My girlfriend's still missing. There's a decomposing. No, he already heard his missus screaming yeah, as well. He's like, yeah, all right, hang on, I'm going to take a slash. No. Oh man, like. It's one thing for the. It's one thing for whatever point you're making to be completely <clears> missed in, in the in the entire movie. But when your characters are that fucking stupid and that said, maybe he wanted her to die too because she was very irritating. She was walked around bragging about being a well, bitch think, and how dumb she was. I think that the biggest another another problem I don't really understand about this is in franchise horror, right? These horror legends or whatever, these characters like Jason and Michael and Freddy. There's a reason they're, they've they've sort of stood up, stood the test of time for the last 20 or 30 years. There's something about them that the fans like. Now, everyone keeps talking about Leatherface in that sort of pantheon. I don't nah. know what they like about no, these people. Close. They're all reprehensible pricks. Yeah, like, not close. He's more in with Pumpkinhead for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just, it's, he's or a Jack character. Frost. He's a <laughs> <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> He's gonna a fuck you with a carrot. <laughs> He's a character Jack with Ross. no nothing to cling to. Like he can't actually say anything about oh it's, Leatherface has a backstory. It's been hanging from a, that one movie. Yeah. Pretty much. And even the uh, the series has gotten pretty bad across the board. Mm. I mean, even the newer ones were bad. After the remake, yeah, they had the beginning. And then well, you the, haven't watched 3D. I haven't watched 3D, but I've heard I've nothing the, but bad things. I've taken the bullet for that one. And then the new one has been was made in 2016 and still hasn't it's found on the a shelf. place to release. You know, you got Good problems. Good yeah. uh, right, The robotic leg. Again, I'm going to ask the question, why has he got a robotic leg? Is, is, is there something I missed? Is there a comment made? At the what's the comment on cultures um, that is, you know, what's, what's comment are you making with that robotic leg? I don't know. Rednecks are good inventors. Well, you know the, the bit that got me too is when he's rifling through the box of VCR remotes and TV. <laughs> finds the right one. This will work with my leg. 
And then he walks out and goes, Velma! On the front, front porch. Get that bitch! Velma! Oh, I was in hysterics. And then the part where um where the, his missus gets the control and starts mucking around with his leg. And poor old McConaughey, this is why I'm giving him half a star. He's got to act like he's going, come on, give me that, give me that. But at the same time, he's got to act like she's controlling his leg. So he's twitching and carrying on. And being, <laughs> Mate, he's all he, in. It's just not he, the right time. Then he has to do it again when they start dueling with remotes. Yeah, dueling <laughs> remotes. That's what we're talking about. McConaughey's like a guy in a poker game. He goes all in, and everyone else just goes like, "Fold." <laughs> <laughs> he, he called their bluff. Anyone? But there was one. Yeah, there was one, there was one shot that was like just sort of above him as he's laying on the ground, and he's kind of he's kicking the leg out, going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just loving it, and I was like. This poor bloke has been made to... He's just laying on the ground. Okay, action. Ah, he's got to kick his leg out and carry on. He's like just going, kick your leg, kick your leg. Okay, now your legs, your legs, your robotic. Come on, buddy. Originally, it was a joke. They just wanted to see if he'd do it. And they're like, it's too good. We've got to leave it in. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so the scene we were just talking about after he yells Vilma on the porch, Zellweger runs away. It's clearly midnight mm. at best. Five seconds later, she's running through daylight. a field, broad daylight. Yeah. yeah. Has she run a marathon? Maybe because she's a good athlete. Well, good, good athlete. Form, as you said, yeah. hasn't even broken a sweat. She's yeah, running she's in a full dress, <laughs> and um, then the uh, inexplicable RV sequence. <laughs> Can I just mention? Well, I'm sorry, but you've skipped over something. The go- the alien guy the in the limo. Well, he, I don't think he was actually supposed to be alien. So he had three nipples on his belly, and he also had a. I think it was a man into his chest. I don't know what it was. He had some sort of hieroglyphics or something on his chest. He's got other things wrong too because he's completely shaved his sideburns up to above his ears. Yes. Up here. Yeah. Uh, looks apparently like he's got a, it looks like he's got an animal skin. I didn't know what was happening, so I tried to I tried to go on and actually find out what the story is. It's supposed to be some clandestine organisation that... The Illuminati or something? Something like that, like that where they control, yeah. like, what his missus was saying, <laughs> McConaughey's missus was saying about how he was, like, working for some important company. Yeah. Apparently it's true. Yes. That's what, what I, the that's what I came with. But and that, the dude in the plane that hits McConaughey at the end is one of that guy's fucking henchmen. Yeah. What? Because he decided that, that McConaughey had failed with his attempt to um, instill real horror with these people. It was an experiment. It was supposed to be a spiritual... Like, fuck me, dead, mate. <laughs> gone. Just Who gone. Who is getting that from watching the movie? Nobody. Honestly, my head is just exploded. <laughs> the fact that they came in and said, oh, you know that shit we told you before where this chick was crazy? She was right. Yeah. It's like, and no. And he's talking about, about the FBI and the Yeah, McConaughey's talking here. about that sort of stuff, him, FBI and all that. Because oh, the guy comes in and clearly intimidates him. Why does he? Oh, What's he intimidated by? Well, you'd think that McConaughey could just kick him in the balls with his robotic leg. <laughs> he's had no problem just murdering everybody else. <laughs> Whoa, what about the head stomp with the robotic leg? Yeah, it's <laughs> Just a skull crush. Um, God almighty. The only other dislike I had was um, the grandpa. He looks like mummified Johnny. <laughs> I thought they were dead bodies. And next minute I was like, this movie's that shit, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, it's up I've got to I'm say, like, even the even the corpses can't handle it. actually explain where he went. Either, did no, he just, he just out. Out. You yeah. said that and I thought, he actually does look like Johnny in the Hurt video. He just <laughs> like, oh, shit. He hurt himself that day. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, I don't think I can go on any more about no. this. No. Because for God's I'm already sake. starting, my mind's already getting, my brain's starting to twist when we're talking about the FBI. I need to write the ship. <laughs> the nipples and the... I don't know. There's nothing. Okay. Fuck. Well, what? Okay, hang on. At the end, she's in the hospital. The cop's talking to her. I'm assuming that cop's supposed to be on the up and up. Next minute, a fucking girl goes past. Yeah. Is she supposed to be That's the, the girl, yeah, from, the the girl from the first one? Ah! But again, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, Jack? Because it wasn't the same. Le- we not leak into something? It wasn't the same leather face. So no, no, it was just. What the fuck's that got to do with anything? But this is what, yeah, this is exactly what I was saying with the continuity being all fucked up. Basically, one and two go straight on from each other. Three was kind of a semi reboot with a new family, and then this one was too. Yeah. Look, um, so. part two is not much better than this, and it went straight on after. And part two was a canon picture, though. It was a canon picture, <laughs> and, and Dennis, and Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Uh, I love how you fully, say that like it's a good thing. Dennis Hopper, fully inebriated Dennis Hopper yeah. on board. He's fresh off, the, yeah, <laughs> probably fresh off being kicked out of Australia for his shenanigans <laughs> during Mad Dog Morgan. <laughs> Jesus, that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, good, it's over. Generation. Are we done? We're done. Thank fuck God. If you want to get in touch with us, Jesus. hopefully not about this. Please don't. We cannot shed any further light on any of it. I'm still cutting, so. <laughs> uh, we Give us a send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia. Or yeah. Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We can't say anything either because there's a clandestine organisation that sort of controls us to strike fear into all our <laughs> listeners and make us watch these fucking movies. It's you two being masochists. Yeah, sure it's not a guy with, I recently met a guy with three nipples who, <laughs> who explained that, yeah, they were going here after us. So. <laughs> WTF week rolls on, though. Tango and Cash, 1989. Hmm. That's what we'll cover next episode. Hopefully that'll be worth... Be better than watching this. I think Maybe. I'd rather watch Tango and Cash ten times. Uh, yeah. Watch this. Back to back. But <laughs> until then, take it easy and we'll uh, catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.